Hello, folks, and Happy New Year. It is already the 2nd of January, 2024. Uh, Welcome to my December Market Monthly Podcast. Today, we'll look back at uh, the last month of last year and offer some insights. I'll share some thoughts I have with you regarding this new month of a new year, January. So, well... Just by way of reminder, uh, again, I'm John Gardner. I'm a CFP. I'm a certified portfolio manager as well. So I'm also the founder and chief investment strategist of Blackhawk Wealth Advisors here in Danville, California. Uh, For a long time now, 2024 will be my 40th year in my profession, starting back in 1984. So, all right, well, on to the Market Monthly Podcast. It's, as I've said before, it's essentially uh, about highlights and insights. Uh, Highlights of the month just passed and insights that I might have or share with you with regard to the month ahead. So we'll look back at December. I'll go through some highlights of the month. There were lots of them, as well as the quarter, and of course, all of last year. And then we'll close with a look into January. All right, so having said that, just a, a caveat perhaps is my, my forward views, looking ahead to the, the current month in front of us, uh, I base a lot of my outlook on on current financial uh, trends in the market, emphasizing relevant developments in areas such as Fed policy, a lot of that uh, in the last, uh, all of last year, most of 22. So really two years now, the Fed's been front and center with regard to the market's focus. Uh, A lot of emphasis on on company earnings and changing investor sentiment. I monitor and measure what I call the bull bear barometer. So a lot of emphasis on investor sentiment. All right, well, I've told you about me. Again, I'm John Gardner here with Blackhawk Wealth Advisors uh, in Danville, 40th year in the business and still enjoy what I'm doing quite a bit. So it is already 2024. Thanks again for tuning in and let's jump into the podcast and and focus on on December. And really, I, I can't talk about December without talking about the month, talking about the quarter, talking about the year of 2023, uh, it just the month alone, okay, the, the S&P was up over 4%. The NASDAQ was up over 5% for December. For the quarter, S&P was up over 11%, NASDAQ up almost 13%, actually more than 13%. Uh, the major indices, the Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ, closed the year by being up nine consecutive weeks. All right, so that's that's December. Uh, and so for the year, very strong year. In some cases, a record, almost record-breaking. But the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up just round numbers, but close to 14% for 
for the year. S&P 500, 24%. And the NASDAQ, about 44% for, for the year. So, all right, that's, uh, that's a bull market for you. And, and I've written about this already quite a bit with my New Year Outlook and letter to clients, but it, it, 23 was, in a lot of ways, a reversal year, a flip-flop year, the other side of the coin of 22, when we had a, a pretty gnarly, if you will, bear market with the S&P down 20%. So this year's comeback of 24% in the S&P 500 essentially got the market back to where it was at the end of 2021. That's how the math works. If you're down 20, you've got to climb up about 24 to get above break even. So that's really where we are. Two years, 22, 23, two years of market action, and the S&P is about flat for those two years, even though we had a fantastic 2023. Well, December opened up uh, strongly. I mentioned nine weeks in a row, so the first week of December was certainly one of those nine weeks. Uh, the, it was up almost uh, 1% for, for the week. On Friday, the 1st the, uh, of December, uh, advancing stocks, those that were up, outpaced declining stocks, 6 to 1 uh, on the New York Stock Exchange. So a lot of, of participation, broad participation in the marketplace, very bullish. Uh, early in the week of the 4th of December, the, the, the street continued. Uh, very few down days, if anything. Uh, the weaker days were just flat. Uh, nothing really down to speak of. Even on Monday the 4th, uh, the market was, was down, but it closed way off the lows. For example, the NASDAQ was down as much as almost 2% intraday but it closed down just a fraction, uh, somewhere around half a percent. So that's, again, that's actually bullish. So in a word, bullish. In two words, market up. <laughs> I'm going to say market up a lot, looking back to the days and the weeks uh, in the month of December. The market was up almost, I want to say every day. If it wasn't, it was flat. It was we had one big down day, which I'll come to late in, in the month. But by the end of the month, with seasonal factors in play, such as, gosh, even obviously there's Christmas and there's New Year's week between Christmas and, and the New Year. I mean, a lot of, of, of market participants just not at their desk. Volume dries up. So abnormal behavior in terms of, of volume and, and price action. Well, Fast forward into this uh, around the, the middle of, of December, that's when things, speaking of market up, that's when the, the, the trend, the positive bullish trend in the market really gained even more steam, more strength. Uh, the trend was really, really confirmed when the Fed spoke uh, at their scheduled FOMC meeting. Uh, and they left rates unchanged. Uh, as usual, it was not what the Fed said. Uh, I should say not what they did. It's what they said. 
what they did was nothing. They left rates unchanged that was really baked in almost 100% expectation that they wouldn't raise rates. So they didn't do anything. What they said, though, was a lot. And that, that message, what the Fed said was they were essentially through. They were done raising interest rates. Now, they hadn't raised rates since July. But in the December meeting, they said they were not going to raise rates any further. And instead, they were they telegraphed uh, a big change in, in rate policy and inferred that they would cut interest rates as much as three times in 2024. So going from a higher for longer sort of mantra, which the market bought into, uh, interest rates uh, climbed higher and higher, we saw the 10-year Treasury benchmark hit 5% in, in mid to late October. Uh, and, and by the end of December, it was below 4 which is not just a 1% drop down from 5 to 4 but that's over a 20% decline in rates. So the bond market rallied, the stock market rallied, and what the Fed said on the 13th was really bullish. And the market began to think and act, actually, uh, in a way that that uh, suggested that they believe, the market participants believe that the Fed might act even more uh, aggressively, if you will, by lowering rates beyond three times and expectations are in the market for maybe as many as five or six interest rate cuts uh, next year, maybe even in the 25. But, but uh, the market just took what the Fed said extremely bullishly. Uh, some of the highlights of that day, uh, the Dow Jones uh, got to a record high, uh, surpassing uh, a record that it set in January of 22. Okay, the the Nasdaq, the, all the major indices were up nearly one and a half percent that day. Uh, the Nasdaq and the S and P uh, made their 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 highest levels, uh, highest highs for the for the year. Uh, gosh, it, 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 eight, there were eighty stocks in the S and P five hundred that made fifty uh, two week new highs. Uh, that was the single biggest. Uh, Day of 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 new highs in the market since since 2021. Uh, again, you had you know, advancing stocks outpace declining stocks by almost seven to one on 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 Fed Day the 13th. So that was the middle of December. After that, we we saw some CPI and cooling and some other inflationary inflation gauges. I guess the pressure easing there, almost disinflationary times as the PPI was followed by the CPI and then the PCE, which is the Personal Consumption Expenditure Index, that's the Fed's favorite gauge of inflation, also cooling. So inflation pressures really uh, easing is what the Fed would say. This is a major lane change, a major trend change from where we were in 
in the early months of 2022 when inflation was was almost run away. We had inflation over nine percent annualized and not seen. It was there was talk about uh, 70s style inflation being repeated, and that Feds were or the Fed was truly on a remarkably aggressive interest rate hike campaign just to fight inflation. So here we are in December of 2023 and the exo- opposite market behavior and economic indicators uh, among us. So anyhow, that that's, was the Fed speak in mid-December and the economic data that was released around the same time. So I mentioned it was one down day uh, to speak of in the month, and that was the 20th. It was a, a, a bearish reversal, a sharp reversal. We saw the market down quite a bit. The NASDAQ was down uh, almost uh, 2%. It had been up all day uh, with two hours to go. It, it just uh, turned around. It, it, I recall looking for news as to why uh, one second you blink, it's up, and next <laughs> you blink and it's down. No news to be found, really. Uh, nothing. It, it, uh, the major uh, broadcast stations that report on the financial markets uh, were, were lost for a reason. So it was just a, a big profit-taking day. Uh, so at any rate, the, the S&P had climbed uh, 7%. Uh, in a very short time, uh, a huge rally from the October bottom, the November 1st uh, level, sparked by, again, Fed speak, and then some of the economic data. So it was just maybe a, a day that uh, we were overdue to take some air out of the balloon, so to speak. But then come the next day, 21st, the bullish uh, trend continued market back up. In fact, the next day, the market almost regained all that it lost on the 20th. Not all, but, but the majority of it. Okay, and, and that was on news that the economy had, uh, had increased uh, for the, the third quarter. The revised numbers came in uh, a little bit less than expected, the market was expecting somewhere around five, maybe north of five, but 4.9 was the, the final revised number. But imagine this economy humming at, at nearly 5% annualized, uh, full employment, inflation coming down, the Fed's talking about cutting interest rates after 11 rate hikes, and it began to, began to hear a lot of, of this Goldilocks reference, the Goldilocks economy, not too hot, not too cold, but this perfect environment for financial markets. So nothing's perfect, but uh, the markets sure looked bullish in, 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 as I've said so often here, in December, the whole month and the fourth quarter of the year. Well, we get into the 22nd. Uh, that was a Friday the market closed that week up eight weeks in a row. It's the longest winning streak in six years. The NASDAQ was up one and a half percent almost for, 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 the, for the week. Uh, the Dow Jones also up eight percent, I'm sorry, eight uh, weeks in a row. 
its longest winning streak uh, since 2019. And with all that said, very bullish tone to the market and a pretty convincing setup leading on the 22nd for a long Christmas weekend. The market was anticipating the arrival of a Santa Claus rally to close out the year. That's the last trading days of the year, typically five days, the trading days after Christmas and before uh, New Year's, and then the first day of the new year. So that historically has been been uh, positive, and this year uh, it it almost was. Uh, I think today today's down day may have taken away uh, a lot of the steam from the Santa Claus rally. In fact, we opened up 2024, first day of the new year. NASDAQ was down at one point over 2%, closed down 1.7% today. Uh, and it was the worst opening day to a new year for the NASDAQ since 2016. So it's been a long time since that's happened. And that erased a lot of the gains in the market since the post-Christmas Day trading. So that's really December. It closed strongly. Nine weeks in a row. A great month. Great quarter. And again, a terrific year reversing last year, uh, 2022's losses. So that's it. That's December. That's 2024. Uh, I could talk to you at length about the Magnificent Seven and about the narrowness of the market and how mega cap technology growth stocks led the way uh, and how the market is currently borrowing from, at least last year, borrowed maybe from this year with the uh, big run-up in the market since, since uh, the Fed spoke with its kind of dovish tone regarding uh, interest rates uh, going ahead. But uh, in a nutshell, fairly strong, very convincing bull market. Uh, it wasn't as narrow as, as a lot of people thought. Uh, the market broadened, uh, I believe, eight out of the 11 uh, S&P sectors were up for the year. It wasn't just technology. So... Uh, and that bodes well for the new year because we want broad participation in the market, not not just a narrow, a narrow market. So, all right, well, January, here it is. Again, Happy New Year. Uh, it, uh, what can we expect? Well, this is a unique January because it's a unique year in as much as it's an election year. And historically, uh, that, that's been positive for the the stock market. In fact, since 1950, on election or during election years, the Dow Jones has gained on average 9.9, call it 10% in election years again. So the market's got that going for it. And another interesting fact that may give some wind to the sales of the market in January this year is that in the past, when we saw the market rise over 10% between November and December, like we saw here as we closed 23 out, uh, January tends to be especially strong, averaging 
2.3% a year. So perhaps we'll get that uh, continuation of last year's momentum. All right, well, what might be in store in 24, early on here out the gate as the new year starts? The big focus has to be on the economy, on inflation, on what the Fed does in reaction to the data they receive. After all, they have promised, and I believe they're going to stay true to that, which is being very data-dependent. So as they look at economic data, uh, starting this week, we're going to receive on Friday, a look back at December's uh, jobs report, the jobs market analysis, both uh, uh, the unemployment rate, Okay, and the new jobs created for the month, the Fed will be watching that very closely, and that's going to have a big impact on, on really on their decision-making process as they enter the year and begin to determine when uh, and how they may embark on this rate cut campaign they've talked about. Uh, there's one, one insightful barometer uh, on the street that measures sort of probability uh, of what the Fed might do. And as we, as I speak to you now, there's a, a 100% expectation or probability of the Fed's cutting interest rates at least one time by their May meeting. So by May of this year, the market fully expects uh, at least a quarter point rate cut or one interest rate cut. My concern is if, is if that does not happen, it's so expected, it's so baked into the current price of the market, so much momentum and, and strength and gain has been had that if that's not, if the market's surprised negatively by that, there could be a lot of give back. So uh, again, a lot of the data will be, will be scrutinized and, and that starts with this Friday's uh, jobs report. So... Well, we have an election year, good for January, good for the year. We have uh, the Santa Claus rally, which is probably going to be flat since we lost some, gave back some today. Uh, we have the fact that November and December were strong. That should help this January. Uh, we have a January barometer uh, with us, which every year the barometer says, well, as the market goes in January, so it goes the rest of the year. It was certainly the case in 23. Uh, January of 23, a, a year ago, was one of the best Januarys on record, and certainly it was a, a good year, a great year for that matter. So, so that's the outlook for January. Uh, that's a look back at December. I wish you again a happy and healthy and prosperous new year. Leave you with a reminder of my six P's of investment success. They are proper portfolio planning promotes positive performance. On that note, thanks for tuning in again. Happy New Year and successful investing.